0: Welcome to Talk with Me. And this is.
1: Jenny Washburn's Yay. back!
2: Yay! With a voice! Yay! <laughs>
0: and me, Marcia Epstein. <laughs> this is the show that we're recording to end 2017. New shows. The 2018 season will start on Wednesday, January 3rd, with my dear friend, John Yamras, who has a new book, Memory Lane. We'll be talking all about that. In a couple of weeks after a holiday break, because everybody needs some time off, I want to start this show, which we are recording on December 21st, 2017, out to Jay Walks and Kim Murphy and Daniel Smith who pushed me into this venture daniel and i have been doing for almost exactly four years because our first show was on december 26 2013. so special thanks and love to jay kim and daniel and especially daniel who has been producing the show with me for all these four years and brings whatever we're up to together to other people to hear so thank you all very much yay. yay yay that's delightful 4 years i know i know 2013 was a very big year for me and i'm not going back there anyway <laughs> <laughs> so Jenny, bigger and better we're going to do whatever we do i I know you've got ideas about this particular show. I've got ideas. I love the the theme of art and mental health, that intersection, because it comes up spontaneously. It's not usually a planned thing. Right. And and to me mental health is about Wellness, it's about happiness, it's about kindness, all that good stuff. So there's so much going on that we can talk about and say that hits there, and little little tidbits, things that our listeners might do, things that our listeners may just laugh at us for talking about, who knows. <laughs> <at us. laughs>
2: just as long as they don't turn us off.
0: <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. So just because we were talking about it, it has a great name. You were you were oh. saying that you use this thing to to uh, make some sense of your life, or I don't I know make, what you use it
2: for. <laughs> making sense of my life. That that may be in, my intention for 2018. To make sense of my life. I, you know, everybody at this time of the year starts thinking, especially after Christmas and and all the holidays, that they start thinking of their new year and their. Um, their goals and intentions and what do you call this? Oh, resolutions. I haven't set resolution for a long time. I don't like that word, but I do like intention. Yeah, that's a great word. And I like to is. have a word for the year or uh-huh. the quarter. Sometimes it changes. Um, or I And I have friends that make up poems or limericks or uh-huh. phrases for their year. Uh-huh. But anyway, several years ago, about four years ago, I think maybe three, I discovered passion
0: planners
2: just leave it I out know. there. I know.
0: Passion planners.
2: Passion planners. <laughs> Set with that for a minute. And I started it. It was my first ever middle of the night online purchase, impulse purchase. Uh-huh. But I saw this video. I'd been looking for a calendar, a planner. And I saw this video of this young woman who at the time was in college and couldn't find uh, a calendar that worked for her. Uh-huh. And so she developed one and there was a video of her, of her desk. And I immediately thought this is my person because her markers were lined up by color in a row <laughs> and everything was, everything on her calendar was color coordinated, which I appreciate and admire, but I don't do. Uh-huh. But I do carry colored pencils just in case, Uh but the passion planner is more than just a calendar. It, first of all, she has, but it doesn't
0: really plan passion necessarily. It can. Okay.
2: It can. (laughs) You know, we say, I have friends that say put fun on the calendar. Uh You can put that on the calendar. You can put your passion there, but she starts out with a passion roadmap. (laughs) <laughs> and there's a, there's even
0: directions on how to fill so, it out it's so, I'm, I'm still thinking it's a roadmap to passion
2: <laughs> it is, your passion in life or your night, whatever whatever you want Marsha, you can do it here But so she has this roadmap and there's a whole uh, there's directions on uh-huh. how to fill it out, but what I really like is, number one, it has the month,
1: uh-huh.
2: the whole month all at once and then it breaks it down by week Mm -hmm. and you can even get the calendars to start on Sunday or Monday Mm -hmm. because you know that's the way people roll yeah but each week you have half hour increments for each day each day they don't short you on Mm -hmm. Saturday and Sunday which a lot of calendars do Mm -hmm. and then you have a personal to-do list a work to-do list You have good things that happened. You can fill out this week's focus, daily focus. There's always a lovely little uh, saying this. uh, The first week of um, January saying is life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards." Mm -hmm. And then there's this huge spot over here of space of infinite possibility. I love that phrase. Isn't that wonderful? And then at the end of the month, you review it. And there's Ah. several pages that uh, is a monthly reflection. And she asks certain questions and you can reflect on your month
0: the next one so it, it is it. really a journal in addition to yes, that yes, organizing it's the planner whole thing so that's very mm-hmm.
2: cool and this year she came out with I, I love this young woman's marketing ideas too every year she has a kickstarter uh-huh. and so she starts it like in august or something so you can pre-order your your calendars and the money a certain percentage will go to something so this year she planted trees And then she also does, uh, sometime during the end of the year, she does a buy one, give one. Nice. So you buy one, and then when you buy one, they give one to uh, an organization or an individual.
1: That's really cool.
2: I I love that. Yes. So you're giving forward. So this year, I've had this basic black for the last couple of years Uh in a large size, in the 8x10 size. And because I, I like a big visual <clears throat> and this year I got sucked into her new thing, which is an eco uh, cover. So now she has reusable covers and I nice. just every year
0: you nice get
2: the guy.
1: Yeah. Well, it was
2: a little bigger. It was even bigger uh-huh. and it was actually a behemoth. Uh-huh. And it was just, I felt like I was lugging around an encyclopedia uh-huh. and my whole year in 2018 is about downsizing and and making smaller and making simpler Uh so i used it for a while and then last week i thought this is crazy i don't need anything this big i want something i could throw in my purse so i ordered another one from her in the five by eight size Mm -hmm. in the old basic black Mm -hmm. and last night i spent an hour because i fill out my calendar in erasable ink Oh, so that I could, you know, because you know, okay. life changes. Yeah, you got to erase something, but something else in there. I spent an hour erasing everything I had put in that new planner, so that I can give it to somebody else. Holy moly! Yeah. So, yeah. So cool. there you go. Very so cool. I have my passion planner, and I was, and in the back, there's blank pages and and uh, graph paper. Nice. And so I was taking, I was. And take some notes very of nice. things because I nice. I also uh, at some point I would like to talk about intentions for 2018 and okay. I I had four words and I can't remember them.
0: It, they it must may not up. have been my words. Yeah. Well, since you shared something you're excited about, I'm going to share something I'm excited about. Mm. It's a different kind of a, a share, but I'm going to share it because I'm one of those people who is working on how to balance being aware and involved of, with what's going on in the world and and having impact in positive ways where i can without getting bowled over by the bleakness Also oh. so on my dear friend i'm pretty sure this is where i found this carol spears facebook page a song was posted and I'm a big believer in all kinds of arts and positive impact on life. So I'm going to share some of this song with our listeners, and I hope that it brightens your day.
1: baby, to Donny Boy and Putin Delude, how rude say you're taking him down Bella Baby, please get him out of office tonight <laughs> Bella Baby, I really cannot take one more week of tweets I'm not kidding around, Bella Baby just hurry up and freaking and die <laughs> gather up forever if you can nail him on the volume mans prove he's committed a grave offense. Oh, and while you're at it, get Mike Pence. Who's the kid? <laughs> <laughs> Please get the present orange jumpsuit. How oh, cute. We all know it's his color, color, baby. Please tell me that the end is inside.
0: And that is Jan Hudson. It is on a Facebook page for a political group. I couldn't find it on her direct, Page or his social media or website or anything, but the link will be with this show on Talk With Me. And as people know, if you've listened to this show, I believe that without laughter, we explode. So I thank Jen Hudson for helping me not explode. Yes, yes.
2: It's very poignant. It's a poignant song. The wonderful holiday song. It may be one of the few holiday songs I really enjoy listening to. I'm not a big holiday music fan, that may be on my new list. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. All I want for Christmas is an indictment.
0: I'm going to change one more time and I'm going to throw it to us together, which is, we can do this all day long. I Just Just have just a great time going back and forth. So we both adore this person who Mm -hmm. is Brandon Eisman and Deja Brooks all rolled up into one. And really for me, there are a lot of things that sort of got me thinking about, People who are female impersonators, yeah, some call themselves drag queens, what what whatever label is the right label for those. and so i I want to make sure that we give some shout outs and And I'm going to also say that one of the many ways this was got onto my mind again was I was shopping at the Merck, and yes, just yesterday. And I saw this woman, and I, and I didn't want to interrupt her because she was scooping things from the hot food area, <laughs> but she had on this sweatshirt, and <clears throat> the back of it said Chain of Hope, and I thought, what a cool thing, because chain yeah. connecting, and I looked at the shirt, and I couldn't really tell from the back of it the part I could see what it was, so I waited, and I, and I you know, again, then I walked over to her, and I said, I, you know, I noticed the phrase on the back of your shirt. Wondered what it is. And so we had this delightful conversation. And I want to give a shout out and then you'll see, well, what's this have to do with female impersonators? But this this program in Kansas City called Chain of Hope is a dog rescue program where their volunteers go out into neighborhoods and when they see dogs that are chained, that are on short chains, that have no food, shelter, water, etc they go and knock on the door and try to talk to and educate owners. And they offer to buy the dogs to rehabilitate them, get them fostered and adopted. Oh, bless their and it just made me cry, just oh, tear up. Kidding. With, like this amazing thing and scary and and you know somewhat dangerous because people can get really mad about. Oh yeah, oh yeah, especially them. if you got a
2: big dog on a short chain and there's you're a reason.
0: and you're not wanting yeah. to, you know, you don't want to hear that you're not taking care of it properly, yeah. whatever. So this cool thing. So uh, so I went to look at what you know what else I could find. I had a delightful conversation with this woman who who I don't I didn't ask her how she learned about it. She said, "You know, I don't have a lot of money, but I send little donations. And buying the hoodie was one of those ways of supporting yeah. his cause because it's so cool. So I look at their Facebook page, and the first event is female impersonators at Hamburgers, Hamburger Mary's in Kansas City doing a bingo night fundraiser for Chain of Hope, and that's coming up. I think on I January fifth. That January 5th. Chain of Hope." Friday, January fifth, at Hamburger Mary Bingo Night for Chain of Hope Animal Rescue. How cool is that? I love it. I love it. And so, and you know, and i and I'm, my connection continues with uh, the event that I do each year called Words Save Lives, and and this year. Ms. Amanda Love was our closing performer, and it was so perfect to have her dance and sing, lip sync. You know, it was beautiful, wonderful, uplifting, and that reminder that part of feeling good is whoever you are, however you express yourself, that being valued. Yes, and, and drag is one of those things. And shout out to Ms. Amanda Love and every Thursday performances, showcases. At I'm going to go see
2: her tonight Yay. because my friend Loretta Martin is oh, performing. Oh, awesome.
0: Awesome, yes. awesome. And then that gets me back to our beloved Brandon Eisman and Deja. And that's You're who a- I'm going with. Oh, i so excited. fabulous. <laughs> because Brandon just let us know that there will be an extra special edition of Deja's Reading yeah. Rainbow for Kiddos at the Lawrence Public Library. <laughs> and huge shout out to the Lawrence Public Library, who's opening early uh, for this, because it's going to be part of um, some filming for a documentary yeah, about transformations. Yeah, on transformations. Yeah. yeah. So on Sunday, January 14th at Lawrence Public Library, starting at 11 a.m. I, I think it's noon. Um, 11 a.m. is what the event page said. Oh, okay. There's an event change, so check it in case it got changed. But when I saw it, it was 11 a.m. Only mine. And then you can have a blast with Deja's reading Rainbow. Uh, Rainbow. I love that the last one, was right after the HRC day for um, uh, trans kids and and Deja read I Am Jazz, which is about it. A little girl yes. named Jazz Jennings, a uh, trans girl. So such cool stuff going on, such, such cool stuff going on. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that, and then of course, transformations with this year. It's coming Bringing up. on the men. I saw my dear, Clay, Car- Clay Brookhead at the Merc, he's, he's a, a member of the staff of the Community Mercantile, still got his beard, and we joked about how he's enjoying his beard for the last few weeks yeah. before
2: Transformation. They're all going to have to shave. Yeah, Well,
0: and Jay Watts Yeah, one Jay, of the congratulations, too. Jay. I just think it's amazing. It's wonderful. So, Transformations is January 27th. Tell people, because when it was women as opposed to This year when it's met, tell us about Transformations.
2: Well, Transformations is a contest that Deja Brooks hosts every year that pairs people with a female impersonator and that person becomes under their tutelage becomes a female impersonator so we go through the makeup process the talent process the gown process it is a contest that is much like a it's based on the Miss Gay America so it's like a beauty pageant awesome. so you have a talent you have a you have a gown and it it is the most fun in the world and i was privileged to be in two of them uh-huh. because last year deja had um the past contestants compete against each other. And this year they're due, it's always been women. Uh-huh. And this year it's men. And I cannot wait. I have a table right up front.
0: Oh, I'm so excited, cool. yeah. yeah. And it's excited. this huge, <clears throat> not only is it a fabulous event, but raises awareness.
2: Uh, and $10,000 goes to a local charity. So each person represents a charity in town or an organization uh-huh. in town and um yeah it's and new charities pop up because you know this town is full of goodness yes. and 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 so many little organizations that are not national they're very local and so it's wonderful to see some of those new new uh, organizations pop up as as uh, possible
0: contenders yes. for this ten thousand
2: bucks that
0: changes a lot. Of- and this whole transformations came out of the heart and soul of Brandon Eisman. Yes, He's been doing this for so many years now and changed it up this year with men contestants. Yeah. It's so awesome. So we encourage people. That one is Saturday, January 27th at 7 PM at Liberty hall. In and sure. I just checked the Deja's reading rainbow the special too. edition is 11 right. AM on Sunday, January 14th at Lawrence public library. And again, this year, a special documentary is being made about transformations. And we'll do a little bit of filming at the Reading Rainbow time. And yeah, Brandon is amazing and wonderful. He is. Yeah. He's my hero. One of those community mm-hmm. treasures. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, here's the deal. Every, every personal, uh, female impersonator that I know does... A potload of charity work uh-huh. Loretta is always doing a performing here or performing there for organizations and they do the bingo night and a lot of times those bingo nights are for a particular cause and it's it, they these guys have big hearts uh-huh. big hearts and they often contour them so they show off more <laughs> Contour heavily.
0: <laughs> and I will say, uh, this is a <clears throat> decent, decent point, but if you're a little, you know, like, I'm not sure I would go to that I, uh, in terms of Ms. Amanda Love shows at the Jazz House. Or, Which can be a little raunchy sometimes. Yeah, but but they're so cool and so welcoming. They are. And the drag cabarets that happen at Miss Sally's. Yes. All these different things, drag brunches, different things that happen. You know, I will say that, that I... I am not a, the best fan, the biggest fan of movies, but if you haven't ever seen it, watch the movie that has Patrick Swayze, that is called what is that? Too Queen Long, the- no, oh, what I to Oh, say, the other one. Yes, yes. yes. <clears throat> Too Wong Fu with Too Love, Fu. Jul- that yeah. Julie Neumar reference, and it's, oh it's such a great, sweet movie, and you'll get that heart part that we're just talking about. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Anybody can really enjoy that movie. So Deja's Reading Rainbow on Sunday the 14th, Transformation on Saturday the 27th. Every Thursday at the Jazz House, Ms. Amanda, Love and Friends.
2: Yeah. Kind of stuff. And you never knew who those friends will be. Yeah. One, one night it was my husband on
0: stage. Oh, right. Yeah, I'd
2: never say, when they ask the question, have you ever been to a drag show before? Uh-huh. Don't raise your hand uh-huh. if you have not. Because uh-huh. you will be on stage, unless you want to be on stage. huh But yeah, Daniel, get Daniel went up on stage. And I, I always like cry <laughs> and <find laughs> cringe because I never know. But.
0: that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, back to you, Ms. Oh Amy. my
2: gosh, what next?
0: Intentions, maybe Intentions we're out of touch?
2: 2018. Um, you know, I I'm doing this uh year-long coaching program program with a young woman uh amy Uh carillo and you know amy yeah and um so we're we're doing this envision your life 2018 and it's a group of women it's very interesting because they're mostly uh, much younger than i am
1: Uh
2: and they have big they want to have a big life you know they want their they want financial growth they want uh time with their family they want their Businesses to all these things, and going. I want my business to be smaller. Uh-huh. I, want, <laughs> I don't want more time with my family, but it's not raising kids. Uh-huh. It's, you know, uh-huh. so it's really interesting to see the juxtaposition.
1: Uh-huh. Uh,
2: we all want the same things, but it's different. Uh-huh. Um, but so we have a we have a um, let's see a monthly coaching call. <coughs> and then we have an individual coaching session and then every week we have homework and i'm woefully behind in my wo- homework and and it's actually not just a year it's 13 months we started in december and so so who who are the coaches amy is the coach amy is the coach yeah, okay. amy is okay. the coach yeah and um there are coaches there are other coaches being coached but she is the coach it is mm-hmm. her program uh-huh. and Pardon me, and uh, she has uh, numerous Facebook pages and websites. So, Amy Carillo,
0: you want to make sense her because she has had numerous lives. Yes, yeah, she and has. In the times that I've known I her, know. she used to work at the jail, for example.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes. and then she became an extremely successful multi-level marketer uh-huh. with a couple of different products, uh-huh. and now she's uh, doing coaching. And of course, she's great at uh-huh. coaching women uh-huh. because this is, you know, she's done it all uh-huh. so she gets it uh-huh. and she calls her program um what she does in her program hustle and woo okay which I love because you have to have the woo-woo uh-huh. but you got to work at it uh-huh you gotta hustle for uh-huh. what you want and so it's not just setting around and envisioning something and it will happen- think uh-huh. you know it puts the intention there but you got to work toward the intention uh-huh. you don't know, just to get to step back in your easy chair and go, I think I'd like a new car, uh-huh. and then never go to work. Uh-huh. I don't work,
1: uh-huh.
2: so um, th- that's the hustle in the woo. Uh-huh. And I just love the idea of it. So one of our one of our uh, our first um, homework items was to choose four core feelings that you want in your life for 2018. So, you know, a lot of people are picking financial freedom or um, what would that feeling be to give you that financial freedom? Is it joy is freedom, the word? And those are the words that you will ask yourself every time you come up against something. Mm -hmm. Is this giving me joy? Mm -hmm. Is this giving me contentment? All, whatever your words are, and if it is, go for it, it's right. But mm-hmm. if it's not, maybe you need to rethink that. Mm-hmm. So, I had four words, and now I've completely forgotten them. So, I think maybe they weren't my words. <laughs> so, now I'm working on four new words, but mm-hmm. yeah, so that's that's my other thing for 2018. Cool. I'm really, and this will, you know, the
1: passion plan, <laughs> right in there uh-huh. because
2: I'm gonna have. A, a, map, a roadmap for my, for my life. She also works on roadmaps and, uh-huh. and Amy, like me has a penchant for pens and paper and uh-huh. office supplies. <laughs> and so her program is set up around that, that you keep a journal and you uh-huh. do it in a certain way because uh-huh. that's, that's what she's learned over the years uh-huh. at work. So, so I'm very excited to start that in cool. 2018. Well, i start it now. I have a I'm taking a few days off around Christmas as you should around uh-huh. the holidays and the new year. So um I I intend to do my homework this weekend All when right. I have absolutely nothing on my
1: calendar, All if right. you can believe that. All
2: right. I have three days blank. Lovely. I'm not sure what i'll do <laughs> work on my intentions <laughs>
0: all right and are you continuing to lead goddess circles since you've yes been?
2: i'm very i don't know what uh what our next well i know what our next uh subject is we've been working on okay. the four goddesses the maiden the mother the queen and the crone and next so january will be the crone and uh i I'm not sure if there will be some sort of um, craft thing or just uh, some idea that we will bring into the crone yet, but, um, and then going forward, February, I'm not sure what our topics will be, but Mm -hmm. the goddess circle is, if if you have not been involved with one, it's a gathering of women. Um that creates a safe and sacred space to be authentic and to say your truths. And we typically, we it's a little bit ritualistic. We open with a meditation and then a share to kind of catch up on where you are in your life and try to keep it as positive as possible. But you know, sometimes people have crap they need to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no crosstalk, there's no advice. Uh-huh which is difficult for women sometimes, but you know, I think that it's a great exercise for us too. Uh Um, And then we have a topic. And so we talk about the topic and share about the topic and we have tea and snacks and and then we close, typically I close with music because I like music and I think lyrics to music are very meaningful. Uh
0: Um, So I will typically close with a song um, well, I give you a new song, right? Ooh, I know no, you probably did. Not that no word. politics,
1: <laughs> in circle, unfortunately.
2: Although you know, if if that is causing you stress and anxiety uh-huh. in your life, that often comes up, in, you know yeah. what's going on yeah. with you yeah. and how you react to things. So sometimes it has to come in, but it it can't be like a bitch session around right, about politics. Right, right. But so we close with music or um, another meditation, and then. We say our names uh-huh. and we go around the circle again, say our names and say one word or short phrase that we're going to take out into the world for the week. So that's what a circle is. And there's lots of them in town. I'm finding mm-hmm. there's cool. a new one at West side yoga. Uh, good Earth Gatherings out south of town has one. Um, I believe there's one at uh, B-Move Studio now. Okay. So there's lots of different circles nice. in town. Mine's nice. called Goddess Within. Uh-huh. I have a website called Goddess Within, The Goddess Within. Uh-huh. And yeah, so it's. I think they're very cool. cool. I love them. I'm Ooh. kind of addicted to them. I All go to right. two, uh, mine
0: and another one. And, and although this is a different kind of circle, I, I want to mention that one of the things that I'm involved with is called the U.S. Department of Arts and Culture. Yes. And each year so we start the year with creating a people state of the union. This year should be very interesting. Yes, it should. And the way that, that that starts nationally is with story circles yes. in communities. Anyone can actually host that. The, the way to find out more about that in general is that the U.S. Of, Department of Arts and Culture, which is not a government thing, it's a people thing of, and people who value culture and having that be part of how decisions are made in communities and having art and culture be ways that everybody belongs. It's a big part of USDAC. They're, the main website is usdac.us. You can find it all kinds of things, and when you go to that homepage right now, it highlights there there are several core important projects that are available right now to learn more about um, toolkits and such. And the People's State of the Union um, is one of those choices you can make from the homepage. P S O T U, like not P O T U S, it's P O <laughs> People's State of the Union. And then you can you can either find you can both find out about. Communities um, that are offering public events for anybody, and also how to host a, a story circle and how to have that story circle, which is very much like what you were describing. Yeah. The way that we lead those is we are sitting, you know, uh, here in Lawrence, one of the locations that we've used is the Lawrence Public Library Auditorium, and we've divided up into groups of about eight people per table. Everybody has the opportunity to speak to some, some prompts that we have each year um, about belonging and not belonging and, um, sort of hopes for the future for our community, whatever you define as your community. So it's a cool process where each person has that opportunity to speak and be listened to Yeah, with, with no Being listened to. Yeah. So Everybody's Everybody's story is as valued as everybody else's. Yeah, you know. And when we don't do any talking about what we shared until after, so a person mm-hmm. shares their story, the group says thank you, and then we move to the next person. And if somebody says, actually, I'm I'm just not able to do that right now, that is fine too. Right, no challenge there. Some of us volunteer to be scribes, and so we are taking notes of those stories. Um, sometimes we ideally actually um, record them and then transcribe from the recordings. And then with the permission of the storyteller, we have permission for it get uploaded to a national portal. So anybody can see all of the stories that were shared. Um, you can search by community for example. And also there's a core group of people at the national USDAC level. Who have committed to listening, reading those stories, and then creating a poetic a poem uh-huh. that is the People's State of the Union. Oh. And then that gets shared in a live event and can be used at different times, um, you know, in different audiences. We can use it as part of another event. It's this cool thing to say everybody's voice is important. Yeah. And let's hear from people.
2: When, and when is that the shit? Well,
0: the whole set of those circles will be between. Basically, the end of January, early February. We don't have the dates in have place yet. set for Lawrence yet, but it'll be sometime between January 25th and February 4th. Okay. And it's a cool thing to participate yeah. in. Yeah. It really is. There's so much going on. So I encourage people to think about, you know, if you're wondering, like, so what is this? arts and culture thing look at the website you know locally Dave Lowenstein who a lot of people know as a muralist and social activist um Dave is the what's called field agent for Lawrence Kansas um, and has been involved from the get-go there are lots of us who have involvement with with the group Um, different people who, you know, I got involved for the culture reasons, really. I'm such a believer in the value of historic preservation and sharing those stories Mm -hmm. of of the generations of people in our community, whoever they looked like, you know, whatever their beliefs were, but that mix of us, you know, so, so people, State of the Union, U.S. Department of Arts and Culture, good stuff there, very good stuff there. And I, and I also, I want to talk a little bit about some things related to art, you know, I I know how there are things that I have to do for myself that are part of me being able to do things that I do that a lot of people would say are really hard. And I'll say, yeah, they're hard. You know, my my work of working with people who really are affected by strong thoughts of suicide, who have attempted suicide, who are bereaved by suicide who are supporting friends and family who are suicidal. And some people have all of those experiences mm-hmm. all in one, you know, so that is, that is my work passion. That is my, you know, not just locally, but my national people in a lot of, you know, what one set of my people are those suicide prevention people, you know, and I look at things that I do that, that support me and that work um i'm a huge fan of getting out into nature that's really important for me and and i like photography as part of that taking pictures of things i may see something in those clouds that somebody else doesn't <laughs> see and i don't really care you know yeah. <laughs> i know what i see it's yours. and honestly for me and and uh, for me very often I see those forms of hearts. That's Mm -hmm. part of what I see when I'm out in the world, looking at the clouds, looking at tree branches. You know, literally like my Facebook profile pic, somebody asked me, What is that? I said, It's a piece of bark and it is heart shaped piece of bark that I noticed when I was on a walk. Mm -hmm. It wasn't carved by somebody, it had fallen off of the tree in that shape. You know, and it's like, Well, do you have it? It's like, no, I didn't take it. You know, I, I photographed it and I saved it in that way, but you know, I wanted to leave it for somebody else to yes. read on Yeah, spines, you know? yeah. So I think about, I want to kind of shout out to like a friend in suicide prevention in Denver, Stacey Friedenthal, who is writing about her experience as, as somebody who is a therapist helping people who are at risk of suicide mm-hmm. and is also a survivor of suicide attempt. And yeah. one of two, of, two of Stacey's things that are very similar to mine, walking, and photographs mm-hmm. and nature photographs, uh-huh. and gorgeous nature photographs. And this, this person who I reconnected with who I had first met in high school in the Kansas City area, Stephen Smith, <gasps> takes a daily. I'm just thinking of yes, you, Stephen Smith. Stephen yes. Smith, who does a daily <laughs> photograph that he shares. His Facebook page is, is open so anybody can see those photos. And now Steve does this cool thing where you can sign up to get um, as he calls them, Oz Cafe Picture Postcards. And I will have this on the on the Talk With Me Facebook for this show. But you text the words Oz Cafe, O-Z-C-A-F-E, to the phone number 785-524-2042. And Steve will reward you with daily photos. Yeah. And his photos are beautiful. And he's one Photo a day. It's not like don't live your life yeah. to take photos. Right. Take this One photo yeah, and then love it and share it. And how cool is that? And how I cool have that? I have a wonderful story about Stephen Smith.
2: All right. I had I had met him at some point and Daniel had met him. And I love his photographs. And I often comment them on Uh them or like them or love them or whatever. Uh And he was at Makerspace one night for a show Uh and he does very few shows. Uh And because he told us that he started doing these photographs as a way on Facebook to keep in touch with his kids. Uh And so Daniel got to go to the show. I was doing something else. Daniel, tell Jenny that I so appreciate her appreciating my photos and I want to give her a print. And I was like, Oh, that's so cool. But I couldn't get to the show. Uh So I messaged him and I said, I really thank you so much. You know, I'll see you at another show. And he said, and then I found out he was at a little show at the, um, uh, what is that little building on Delaware? I want to say it's not Brommelstick, tickets. Bromel. Oh, God. Sure it's a it little is. historic rock building. The house uh, that was relocated or something else? Yeah. Okay. I, I can't think of what... I can't think of what it is. But they were having a Cherokee um, show, okay. art show there. And he's native. And so... He was there and so i went and he gave me a print uh-huh. and then he said and this is pure steven he said take a couple more and i said i'm not going to take a couple more but i would happily buy a couple more uh-huh. so i picked two out and i gave him the money and he said i just put it in the box i don't need the money uh-huh. so i put it in the donation box for the group and it, it, that's that Stephen smith uh-huh. right there yeah and i love him he has great photographs
0: oh, i love that you said that uh- so I reconnected with a friend, the serendipity about how this, um, who is a, amongst other things, a Vietnam combat veteran. And I met him a long time ago. His name is Rick Gillahan, and he now lives in Mountain Home, Arkansas. Mountain Home too. Yeah, we oh went kayaking in this oh community. God. But Rick has has moved to that area and one of his Things that he loves doing is photography, and he takes these amazing. He's a, he's a very talented photographer who uses good equipment. Yeah, he he's not an iPhone. Yes, yeah, Steve like is. Steve is an iPhone yeah. photographer, and yeah. Steve's Steve stuff is beautiful. I'm not. it seeing, is. but Rick, Rick puts a lot of energy into his photography. Doesn't share them publicly yet, but he's getting ready to launch a project where he will have his work for sale. And like what Steve just did, Rick's idea is that people will not pay him. They will provide a, a donation receipt yeah. for whatever organization Isn't that, that they chose or organizations. And their proof of the donation mm-hmm. will be their payment for his Nice. Like, I like oh, what that. What a beautiful yeah, concept. That's perfect. Rick Gillihan. yeah, yeah. And, and in a very different way, I, I have to give a shout out again to, to Art. And the power of art, the healing power of art. I have a dear friend who is still in the Jackson County, Missouri jail. Mm-hmm. Um, Tegan is a wonderful person. And Tegan has a daughter. I think Lydia is nine, maybe even 10 by now. Because he's still there and it's been basically all year. Um, and so, of course, writing letters is, is an important thing. And there are limited phone calls, but writing letters. So, Tegan and Lydia exchange letters to create like stories together. Oh, that's a great idea! Lydia decided she really likes comics better than stories. So, Tegan began creating a comic series for her. And so he does these drawings and the characters get into different kind of dilemmas as happens in comics, you know? And it's a cool thing because she feels connected to her dad in Mm -hmm. that way that that she gets these stories. And it's a great use for him of some time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot going on. And creative, being creative. It's a really positive thing. It takes Mm -hmm. a lot of effort, you know? And so here, there's this thing of this this comic that's ex- being exchanged between father and daughter mm-hmm. that's so healing for both of them. And to me, that's like that shows that's the power great. the power of art.
2: So what I'm getting here with our conversation, everything we've talked about is about paying it forward. Okay. Doing something for somebody else. Uh huh. Everybody we've talked about here has been doing yeah. that. Isn't yeah. that great? It is
0: really great. That and, is a good. Idea. And as you say that, uh, you know, <laughs> I've, I've got. I actually, I don't usually make a list before we talk on the show, but there's something about, gosh, four years of doing the show. This being the last month of this year, you know, new things coming up that that really made me. Not, I mean, it was, and it was just this morning, just kind yeah. of thinking had the idea of you know what, what, should, what do I wanna to bring to this conversation today? And, and then they kind of percolated certain things to the top. This year, a, a documentary film was released called The S Word. And the S word in the, this particular documentary is suicide. And the person who is the, the mover and shaker, the filmmaker behind this, this wonderful person who's a documentary filmmaker, her name is Lisa Klein. And Lisa's reason, and not reason exactly, but part of what what is who Lisa is, part of who Lisa is, is that when she was an undergrad in college, she lost her father and her brother to suicide. Wow. And those losses, like everything we go through life, it informs who she is. Yeah, And so she had this idea of a documentary that was motivated by her commitment to suicide prevention because of her own losses, that, that the timing of her starting this film project and things going on at the national level made the S-word documentary become largely about people who have experienced suicide attempts and survived and are doing things out in the world and urging other people to have hope, you know? It also includes some suicide loss survivors. Uh, but I think that for most people, what they really get is the suicide attempt survivor stories. And And Lisa has this amazing documentary that's, that's typically shown in venues where, like here in, in Lawrence, it was shown at Woodruff Auditorium at KU um, with a free showing of the film. And then, um, some discussion, some some talk back with Lisa and a couple other people. And the thing is is that it's not like, oh yeah, another documentary. It's a gorgeous film. Yeah. Oh. It is so well made. I mean there's literally there are shots that are so beautiful. They're the her it, it, it you know, it doesn't no offense to people who do great filming on iPhones and, and, and that kind of thing, <laughs> but this is made by a very talented filmmaking crew mm-hmm. and it's beautiful and it's moving and it's yeah. inspiring. And there's a website for the, the S Word documentary where stories get uploaded so people can continue to use oh, yes. that. She does a lot on Twitter um, and other social media to really share information and engage people in the conversation about what we can all do to help other yeah. people and to help reduce suicide in our country, so huge love and shout out to Lisa. Can you see the video online somewhere? The movie is only shown in actual showings at this okay. point. It's okay. not. It's not available yeah. in general, and, and it just came out. You know, the the first showings were just a couple months ago. So mm-hmm. it's, okay, kind of moving around so it's the country. New, yeah. yeah, it's very maybe new. It's at very some new
2: point one. it might be yeah. released
0: online. So for- so. But for people, you know, look at the S word. That is the name. You can find the website. You can find a Facebook page. You can find uh, her on on Twitter. S U I D O C. Great stuff and huge love. And that's 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 what it's about. And and so I also I also want to switch to a bit <laughs> because to me art is largely about connection and sharing. Absolutely, and that's what. Yeah, 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 yeah. To, you know, bringing up hard stuff. I mean, that song that made us laugh early in the show. It it's She's touching on really hard, serious stuff that affects yeah. the world. Oh, not yes. just those of us, even in this country.
2: Individually and collectively. Yes, because, it it, yeah. I mean, people wake up in the morning Think, my first words out of my mouth today to Daniel was, well, I wonder what crap went on last night that screwed up our
0: lives today. I, I mean, I, I turned off the news last night and we watched the movie Elf. I, I adore Will Ferrell and Elf.
2: I, <laughs> I never want to wake up with those words coming out of my mouth yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. I only want to wake up with thank you, thank you, thank yes, you. Yes,
0: exactly.
2: And yeah, so yeah. I've been,
0: i've I've gotten sucked in. That's a great intention to wake up and move ourselves to gratitude. <clears throat> Absolutely, as opposed to worries about the world, and, mm-hmm. and like my my uh, turning on NPR first thing is probably not the best thing, and something to wait a little bit yeah. before we do that, yeah. just a little yeah. bit, yeah. maybe after coffee. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and so one of the one of the cl- connection, collaboration, um, art things that I want to to speak to is. Michael Deeker, who I adore. Oh my God, who, he's,
1: so fabulous. <laughs> he's a wonderful
0: actor, musician, performer in other ways, a loving, caring person who has the sweetest dog named Monkey.
1: <laughs> Michael <laughs> and Monkey
0: came over one afternoon. It's like, oh my god, this dog is so you. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Michael did this amazing performance of a play that he wrote during the summer. The play is called Run, and you know, the next performances are not yet scheduled, but it's amazing. And Michael and I were talking about some things. He also is featured in the, down at Theater Lawrence, performances of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, it and we was were,
2: uh, outstanding. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so we were talking after the last uh, October showings of performances of, of Rocky Horror, we we're talking about sort of the different, the generational differences between when that film first came out and mm-hmm. now and the different impact of the messages and how cool it would be to be able to have some kind of community engagement around... What Rocky Horror means to people of different ages, and you know, to to keep those conversations about um, sexual orientation and gender, yeah. you know, to to highlight this, and so kind of had this idea. And so we're talking about this. It's like, well, wouldn't it be cool to think about you know, sort of you know how to bring that to a, even a bigger audience and maybe than than the theater Lawrence nights. And so we ended up connecting with um, Elizabeth Sullivan at the Lawrence Arts Center and Anthea Skufas from, Skothis, I don't know how to say her last name, Anthea, from uh, the LEAD Center, and found out that separately, both of them were planning some activities that were that same kind of thing about art and gender and, and sexual orientation and conversations. And so the, the four of us met at Z's uh, about a month ago to talk about this. And since then, Elizabeth has have her big... Baby was born. to some beautiful yes. baby. Anyway, she's off work right now. But but so so this idea about our community and the arts community, the performance arts community in in Lawrence, Michael and people with theater Lawrence who are part of Rocky Horror, and then um, the Arts Center and the Lead Center, bringing together this what will become a series of special performances that would be happening anyway. Rocky Horror happens yeah. in October, no matter what. You know. But this time, incorporating some special community events around that. I love it. And bringing in, again, people of different I ages. Want, I want to do this. So, so there's going to be stuff coming up at all three venues that I've mentioned um, that, that you know there'll be more well, especially after elizabeth's back from maternity leave yeah. more conversation about how to kind of jointly promote those and how
2: cool is that that's going to be way fun yeah that's going to be cool yeah. i love that yeah
0: you
1: know yeah.
2: deja and i have talked about doing some projects together too that would be but he's so
0: busy yes, and yes. he has
2: no time for me yeah. to do yeah. so. like that oh, so, who knows? But eventually yeah eventually yeah. and maybe something in line with this that yeah. would be Fine. So
0: so these are things that to me, you know, it's like, we need to know, we need, we all can be part of things in different ways. Absolutely. You know? like, and I encourage people to, you know, I didn't, when I was really living in the nonprofit world, that was about as far as I got because, yeah. you know, it's like, well, this friend's project is having a fundraiser. So that's the party that to uh-huh. go to, mm-hmm. um, you know, these kinds of things. And, yeah. and, and then I started with mainly the literary arts, I love going to Raven Bookstore. I love hearing people read their own work. I've had amazing mm-hmm. conversations with writers. And and Danny Kane, who's the owner now, is really working hard to promote more local work and bringing in more and more yeah. local books onto the shelves. Oh, I, I tell you, I, it's 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 I sat
2: down one day and counted on like five hands how many authors I know Uh because I have a lot of friends that are authors and poets and it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, They all live here in,
0: in Lawrence, Kansas. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. And see, thanks to the show, my network of artists. Oh, it's huge. It's it's so cool. And there are some people who are very special. And in fact, I'm going to end my part of the show when we get there. Um, with with uh, a nod to, to some of those people who are very very, very dear to me.
2: Well, this isn't local, but it, it but it's all, but it's also timely. So I am I am a, a the TV show Survivor. I've watched every episode since it began,
0: and I'm proud of it.
2: Huh? I love it. I love <laughs> that show. It, I it, It's it's really it's a fun show. It's common people like you and me going off in the jungle and surviving for 36 days. Okay. And last night was the finale. Last year, during the show, there was a person on one of the tribes that was transgender, uh-huh. but he had never told anybody. I mean his small world knew, uh-huh. but nobody else. and somebody outed him on
0: the show. I think I read about this,
1: yeah, it way. was big. it okay. was big
2: because it I mean he was totally taken by uh-huh. surprise. but what that did was open a conversation for people that sat around like me and watch survivor that uh-huh. maybe have never met a transgender person. Uh-huh. And so this year the winner was a Marine who suffers from PTSD. Uh-huh. And when he started out on the show, he didn't talk about it, uh-huh. but he had several episodes during the show uh-huh. where it became evident That there was something going on, and so last night he won, and now their whole focus this year is, and they they make that a focus. If something happens like this, they make that a focus, and they they um they put up several websites that people can go to, contribute to, or go to for help or whatever. But uh, it was a it's a focus on PTSD and his suicidal thoughts that he's had since he's been back from Mm -hmm. uh, from. Wherever he was stationed, mm-hmm. and um, and it was—I thought it was really valuable that that something as common as a TV show that doesn't, you know, it's just a game. It's just a game, uh-huh. but that it brings focus on two things that are very important to yeah. you and me. Yeah, for yeah. the last two years. Yeah, not that local, but still, you know. Yeah, very and important. and
0: see, to me, when I think about you know television films, those are part of our art forms, you know. Absolutely. And and for important information to sort of sneak up on the audience Mm -hmm. is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, there are people, and I will say it's particularly about the the ideas that people might have about trans people, there are people who would never choose to learn anything about that. They know what they know and that's that. And so suddenly they, they have been watching, and I'm assuming, you know, that people root for certain uh, yeah, they do. contestants, mm-hmm. you know, admire them, criticize them, uh-huh. whatever, as they're watching the interactions between them, but have kind of gotten to know this person yeah. and then learn this thing mm-hmm. that, like, sort of knocks their socks off. It's like, wait, no, that's impossible, you know? But it is possible, and that reminder that trans people are everywhere. Right. You know, right. trans people are people. That's, mm-hmm. they are people, you know, I always all think peeps. about my friend, <laughs> Christy Cranberry and, 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 you know, that we're, she, she corrected me on, I had had written the word trans girl or trans yeah. boy as mm-hmm. one word. And, and i would seen it that way, but yeah. she said, you know, you should have a space there because all trans is, is an adjective. Right. You know, right. and it's like that. And I love that. And that's what I say to people. It's just an adjective. So this person is a girl or a boy or, gender nonconforming or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. they say, you know, gender whatever fluid, they know about yeah, themselves, so, you know, they get mm-hmm. to decide that. But, yeah. but the word trans is, is only an adjective. Yeah. It's not this category of people. People are people, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Christy. We all got parts. <laughs> we
2: all got some sort of parts.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: That's true too. That's true too.
0: You know, and, and honestly when you start talking to people about that and, and intersex it just where is she going now? There, <laughs> when those labels weren't weren't used in the same way, um, you know what? You, you, there are some people. I, I remember meeting somebody who said, "I never, I didn't have the label intersex, but I had to have corrections." That's what my family chose when yes. I was born. Yes, you know? I have a good and friend I've been on that had to go through that all my life because that I, my body doesn't produce yeah. that. Yeah. You know, so it's like, okay. <clears throat> anyway, people are people and all to be cherished.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yes. Absolutely.
2: Those are all good things to take into 2008. They are. They are. You know, like people are to be cherished.
0: So, we're at the last few minutes. What would you like as your last few minutes? Oh, good god. Put me on that spot. I, I don't know. know. Well, I could say some things, but I want to say one part for the last. So, okay. I'll say something while you're thinking. I am so grateful for the people who are in my life. And that includes people who my connections started through technology, <laughs> some I've never been in the room with. And, and people like my dear friend, Melissa, who her life, her family, her work is in Boston and we haven't crossed paths in like five years in the same room, but we get to share I, I am so grateful for people. And I want to say, you know, with this show, some of the people who have become so important to me are people who are part of this crew and people like, yeah, she's going to talk about epic rights prose again. But you know what? I, I don't even remember how I first connected with John Yamriss, who is this very prolific poet and lover of dogs who lives in Pennsylvania. And he's gonna be, again, my first recording guest for 2018. John has a memoir out. Um, I adore John Yamras. And then John Yamras said, you gotta talk to my publisher, Wolfgang Karstens. He's a a poet and a publisher. Wolf is in um, basically Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And he's an amazing person. And we've had so many conversations in different ways in the past couple of years, including this year with musicians who have died um, who have been so key in his life okay. as a person, as an artist, and the impact of those deaths, some by suicide and and, and one notable one that was not by suicide but you know talking about that kind of stuff as yeah. well as wolf's work which is beautiful elegant to the point and all about living life you know and then wolf said hey you got to meet my friend robert hansen who does this thing with these little poetry books my little poems for all um robert, oh, yeah. robertson california and 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 these these wonderful things going on there And Rob Plath, who was the first poet who Wolfgang published, in fact, Epic Rights Press was kind of started to put together this collection of poetry by Rob that wasn't out in the world. Well, my little painting on the cabinet over there of my dear Beau is a painting that Rob sent me that he created oh, how for for me because he does painting and photography and I poetry. I know it <laughs> does. It needs to be in a frame, but at least I'm looking at it. Yeah. So, you know. And so you know, and Rob is one of those, and, and the person who illustrates much of the work of Epic Rights Press, Jana Carlson. Jana is in Sweden. We did a show together. And his work is "Man in Your Face," and sometimes too graphic and gross for me, his illustrations. Ah, I got it. <laughs> um, but I love this man, you know and and I can go on and on, but you know those are some of the ones i I got to meet Brenton Booth, who's in Australia. and That's not only did amazing. we meet, but then I also connected Brenton with another Australian guy that I met this year who's who's in suicide prevention. He's a survivor of suicide attempts, survivor of suicide loss. Matt Reynolds has this project in Australia, and I said, Matt and Brenton, you need to meet because Brenton could bring some of his poetry into oh, some yeah. events that you're uh-huh. doing, Matt, and this would be beautiful. And you know, and so all these connections, and I'm I'm leaving people out, and and I I but I I have to stop somewhere. But I am so appreciative of these people who yeah. who you know, it's not just about done one podcast, it's about we did the podcast. We did some conversations. We kept doing, you know, different kinds of conversations. We've done a couple of podcasts, three maybe at this point, whatever. But they're friends. They're true friends mm-hmm. and family. Isn't and that lovely? And connection. So, yes. So that is that is what I am thinking about in this year and in the year to come. And Jenny. Well, I would I would have to piggyback on that because
2: I love my connections. I love my tribes. I love how my tribes just almost accidentally it appears overlap. Uh-huh. I had, I I take Tai Chi. I will tackle Tai Chi in 2018. It is hard, uh-huh. but I take Tai Chi and two of the women in my Tai Chi class ended up at a friend's house that we're all friends and we didn't know that. Uh-huh. And so it's, I love the connections. I love that my tribes overlap. Uh-huh. I love um, the people that have solidified my relationships with me this year in particular Uh and those relationships have grown and i love how the old relationships i've had with people for many years have blossomed and and amplified um and and same language even though that language may change over the years and i love that And i love that i've been introduced more and more to art Uh um and local artists and uh, it just, and musicians, uh-huh. I love going out and hearing uh-huh. musicians. Uh-huh. And often those people from all those tribes show up at the same concert because yeah. we all have a, a, a love of life. Yes. So I would say, say what I'm left with this year is say yes
0: more often and love wins all the time. Yes. Every time. Yes, yes, yes. And my Final words for this show. The last recording of 2017. Um, huge gratitude to my family who has supported me in every <laughs> wacky, time-consuming, demanding, stressful, fun, and whatever <laughs> thing I have done all of my life. My husband, Kyle Thompson, is an amazing person who yes, says, if is. you need to do it, do it. My Isn't sons- that lovely to have
1: support like yeah. that? I my love
0: son's Cassie and Raf, who have been part of everything I've done. And, knew they never wanted to be social workers, but man, they are kind people out in the world doing all kinds of good things. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my daughter-in-law, Kristen, our grandson, Crosby, who will be two in February, the oh. end of February. You know, my family is, is so, so wonderful. Yes. I'm so grateful for their support. And I want to end on the words of my friend, Yana Carlson, who I mentioned earlier as sort of, Possibly everybody's intention for the upcoming time. Be cool, be awesome, be groovy, be wicked, be different, be the elf who sets the sky on fire. Amen. And many women.
1: Yes, thank you, listeners. (laughs) It's been
0: wonderful and so long. Thank you, Marcia.